Hey there, I'm Stephanie Shaw. Welcome to the Hello Hot Flash podcast, where midlife women can learn from guest experts and authors who discuss menopause and all that comes with this new chapter in our lives. Hello Hot Flash, where we learn to control the change and not let the change control us. Looking to start your year off right? Level up your walking routine with Jetty Fit. Head over to hellohotflash.com giveaway for a chance to win a Jetty Pack. Jetty Fit, as seen on the Today Show, gets stronger with every step. Enter to win at hellohotflash.com giveaway. Hey everyone, welcome to Hello Hot Flash, where we teach you how to control the change. I'm so excited to be here with my guest today, Joyce Shulman. Joyce, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, again, I am. We're, we're cracking up a little bit, you guys, because I'm having a menopause moment and not pronouncing things right. So Joyce, thank you for your patience. Joyce, yeah, absolutely. Joyce is the co-founder and CEO of 99 Walks and Jetty Fitness, two brands on a mission to encourage millions to embrace the transformation power of an intentional walking practice. She's a veteran of the TEDx stage, and she's also the author of Walk Your Way to Better and the forthcoming Why Walk, which I didn't know about that. And I'm, I'm super excited to learn more about that. So Joyce, again, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. This is one of my favorite topics. Awesome. So let's let's start. You know, we, we have that conversation. You, if, if you can't do anything else, if you can walk, just walk a little bit. Um, so walking always comes up, drinking water and walking. And you've actually created a business, uh, a, a group of folks who are engaged in walking and doing this for their health. So talk to us about how regular walking benefits us as women when we're transitioning through menopause. So let's start with the fact that a regular walking practice benefits everyone. So much of what we're going to talk about today is not limited to the power of a regular walking practice to help you during menopause and perimenopause and postmenopause, and even when menopause is kind of out there on the horizon, because it is a rite of passage for all of us, right? So when we talk about the power of walking and what I refer to as an intentional walking practice, which we can talk a little bit about, but I always look at it through the lens of walking for your mind, walking for your mood and walking for your body. And when you start talking about menopause symptoms of which by my research, um, the experts, and, and you know more than I do on this particular topic, so correct me, but the experts that I have kind of come to rely on have identified at least 42 different symptoms of menopause. Mm -hmm. And those symptoms, you can also break down into mind, mood, and body. And I think that's one of like the really interesting places to start is that the menopause journey impacts us, mind, mood, and body, right? Is that something that comes up, Stephanie, a fair bit? It does. It does come up a fair bit. And going through that list, you can so easily like categorize where you fall, and then that helps you get to that next level. And, and as you said, walking and taking better care of your health is so important in that. Um, explain the the relationship between walking. We're going to stick a little bit with the hormonal balance, but explain the relationship between walking and hormonal balance during menopause. So walking impacts uh, several hormones uh, directly. So starting with the reduction in cortisol, our stress hormone, 
Mm-hmm. So a, a single walk, actually. So there, there's another piece of it, right, is we can look at what one single walk can do for you and what a regular walking practice can do to you. But looking just at hormones, uh, walking can reduce your stress hormone, cortisol, which is responsible for that feeling, right? That feeling that we have. And then it also can help boost your positive hormones, your dopamine, your serotonin, and your endorphins. And the research around serotonin boost in walking is really interesting because that really does show itself over a period of time uh, and link directly to some of the depression that women often experience, the irritability, the anxiety, that some of that cortisol firing up. So you're working on those hormones. Now, I haven't seen any studies, though, perhaps they're out there, but I haven't actually seen any studies that link walking directly to your estrogen and your progesterone. Right. Um, I, I don't even know that people are looking at, the, they're really looking more at walking with respect to the symptoms. Mm-hmm. It's symptoms. Like, I feel like symptoms is the wrong word. I know. It feels like we're like doomed to, to something bad or, and it's just a transition in life, you know, right? like, like symptoms suggests to me, uh-huh. I haven't really thought about this till the, just this moment. So now I'm off on a tangent. I no, hope no, you don't no. Let's go there. Let's go there. But, right. Symptoms suggest an illness. Yeah. Like something wrong. wrong. Yes. Yes. You, yeah. It, it's like they, they pigeonholed us into, you know, you're ill. You, there's something wrong with you. There's something not right because you're a woman and you have to go through this natural transition. Right. I, 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 I hate the word symptoms. And I, I used it when I said, you know, 42 different symptoms, but uh, let's reframe ex- symptoms to like experiences. Mm, I, I don't like know that. something we need a different. I like, world. I like that. And, and when you think, when you say symptoms versus experiences, you feel different as well. Okay. I'm experiencing stress. I'm experiencing um, tingling in my hands and feet versus this is a symptom and there's something wrong and, I, you know, I'm doomed for life kind of thing. Changing that word is super powerful. So I'm happy you brought that up. I never thought about that as well. Me neither. We could make that a new mission. We yeah. could share mission. Let's try to rebrand menopause symptoms into something that feels a little bit more natural. Yeah. It's so menopause came from a French doctor, I think in the 1800s a male, of course. So I'm sure a lot of, uh, there's some signs around what um, the the way the things were named, but I'm sure also that was also um, the way that the male thought about this process as a symptom, as something wrong. So I like that we get, went there. And you, you mentioned that um, how walking helps with cortisol levels and dopamine and not how it potentially... It, well, there's no study as it may relate to estrogen or progesterone or testosterone. That I've seen. Right, that I've seen. I haven't seen either. But then I thought in order for your estrogen and progesterone and testosterone, in order for those hormonal levels to be balanced, one of the ways to help balance them is reducing stress. So you always come back to stress and sleep. So this, I think there's a direct connection there. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And certainly there is a boatload of research around the benefits of walking for the menopause experience and the various specific things that people could experience. Um, I I can, and I can talk about a whole host of them. Um, I could share, maybe I start by sharing my personal experience. Love that. 
So uh, I was happily taking the birth control pill into my mid forties. Our family was complete. I had a son the old fashioned way and we chose to adopt our daughter, which was kind of always my, my family plan from when I was really young and our family was complete and I was still taking the pill. And one day in my like mid forties, I thought, you know, I've been taking this pill every day for a really long time. And I'm like, I'm one of those. I don't take aspirin. You know, I'm one of those unless I'm really. So, so I went to my husband and I was like, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. And he's like, you're right. It's my turn to take responsibility. And he made the appointment. So, and, and I stopped taking the pill and I completely fell apart. Wow. I mean, I went from feeling great to like perimenopause full on. And the most disruptive thing for me is my sleep was so disrupted. Mm -hmm. And sleep is everything for me. It's like everything. Yes. How I fix everything. And I was, I had night sweats. And even when I didn't have, you know, those kind of heart flashes and night sweats, I just wasn't sleeping. Mm-hmm. And then a very dear high school friend of mine came to spend the weekend with us, with his wife and family. And I was talking to him over a cup of coffee one day. And uh, he's a gynecologist, an obstetrician. And I told him, you know, what was going on. He was like, you know, so how'd you sleep last night? I was like, Michael, terrible. And he said, you're healthy. You don't smoke. You're active. Just go back on the pill till you're 50. And I was like, okay. And within, honestly, I know they say it takes weeks, but within days, I was totally back to myself. Now I don't advocate for using birth control pills as hormone replacement therapy. Like I've <laughs> learned that's not a great plan, but for me, it was so sudden that it came because of the circumstances, I was like, oh, this is really a thing. Mm -hmm. So starting just with sleep. So there is a ton of research out there, a ton that shows that a regular walking practice can improve your sleep and a single walk can improve your sleep. And there was one study they did with women in menopause where they took a walk in the morning. So that is really beneficial to get that morning daylight. It helps set your circadian rhythm. So a morning walk, what they found is that a single walk helped their sleep that night. So this is one of those instances where one can help. Yeah. So there's, there's just one story. Yeah. That that's super powerful. And it's smart that you were able to recognize what needed to change and you were able to adapt quickly I personally walk at night. People think that's crazy. But aren't oh, it's crazy. I love it. And then I sleep like a baby. Like the longer I walk and the faster I walk, it, it. I come in the house, I can clean. I have that burst of energy. And then my entire body just settles down. The walking practice has pretty much saved my life. So it's, <sighs> yes, it's super yep. important. Yeah, I'm happy. How, that many days a week do, how many days a week do you walk? So I usually walk about four days per week mm-hmm. and it just, it, I don't have a set time. It will be more like, oh, wait, I haven't walked in a day or two. Let me get out there and walk. And it's cool because a lot of times in our neighborhood, other folks will be walking. So it's, it's not just the practice of, it's that sense of community as well that you get with walking, which I think helps with menopausal symptoms as well. It helps release stress. It helps you think about something more positive during the day. 
all because you're putting one foot in front of the other. That's super powerful. Yeah. You know, I was just, uh, you mentioned my, my upcoming book and I'm just in the, sort of the editing process. And just this morning, uh-huh. it's so funny you said what you told that story about seeing people in your neighborhood. Just this morning, I was editing a section on the power of those kinds of casual interactions that we have with other people when we're out walking. Yes. And often, yeah, often we focus so much and it's awesome. Like we focus on our most important relationships, right? But the, the research does teach us that those kinds of casual impromptu connections with others, even if you never see them again, now I'm sure you see people in your neighborhood regularly, but even the people that you just pass and that's, you know, think about, I don't know if you had this experience during COVID when you were out walking and like would see somebody and you would like do the nod. Yeah. Didn't it just make me feel better? You're like human. There's a life. But I wouldn't have gotten that if I wasn't out for a walk. So there's so many, we think of it as a walk, but there's so many different layers to how it can help you long-term mental, physical, emotional. So yeah, yeah, you're right. Just that nod was a, was a relief during COVID. Sure. Yeah. We, as women, we, um, we have menopause to deal with, but also, um, heart disease and osteoporosis becomes uh, things that happen as we begin to age. Talk to us about the impact that walking has on our bone health. Well, that's a topic that's near and dear to my heart because I eat really well and I have had a regular walking practice since I was 16 years old and I lift a lot of weights. Mm -hmm. I love picking up and putting down heavy things. So one would think that at 58, I would not be a strong candidate for rapidly progressing osteopenia. And in fact, I went and had a DEXA scan last October and my bones are not great. And what the doctor has said to me when I I was sort of whining to him, you know, like, but I do all these things. And he's like, yeah, imagine how bad it would be if you didn't. So, yeah. So the research shows very simply that a regular walking practice is really good for our bone health. And this is one where one and done will not help, right? Mm -hmm. You walk in the morning, it'll help you sleep that night. Fantastic. Taking one walk is not going to help your bones because that's such a long-term kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, but the, the beautiful thing about that is that the research also shows that it's literally never too late to start. So whatever condition your bones and frankly, your body are in, like today's a great day to start that practice and start building your your health and your bone health. So a couple of ways to kind of level up your walking for bone health. Um, I like to walk with what we call a jetty pack. So it's a lightly weighted backpack, right? We know that weight and resistance is really good for bone health, um, getting out and about. And then there's some really interesting research. So this is sort of a side note to uh, osteoporosis problems. So if you stop and think about it, for most people, the osteoporosis alone is not the problem. It's what happens if you fall and you have osteoporosis, right? So there's a second question around it, 
And I'm not saying bone health isn't important because believe me, like right now I'm obsessed with how I get my bones stronger, but I'm also really focused on how do I keep myself from falling? Mm. And that research is really interesting too, because one of the things, the more you walk, right? If we never get off the couch, we're never going to fall. Right. But that's, that's not going to work. So they did some research and what they saw is that people do slip more. We're talking about older people with balance issues, but the people who have a regular walking practice recover much more often from those little slips and unbalanced moments. So the research around walking to improve your balance and prevent falling. uh, There is one study that shows that it is better. Regular walking practice has a bigger impact on your balance and your fall risk than the traditional balance exercises. That's odd. So I'm going to, I'm going to put an exclamation point on that. I've read some research that you are between 70 and 75% more likely to die after a fall if you um, aren't taking care of your bone health, because a lot of times people will fall. They may be by themselves. They may get depressed um, and it's harder for them to recover because they haven't taken care of themselves before. And they seem after a fall, people seem to die more frequently because they're they're They can't recover from that fall. So that, that tells you something about the importance of walking and, and getting yourself healthy before you need to be healthy. A hundred percent. And the statistic, which is terrifying when you're dealing with bone health issues, that 50% of people over, and I can't remember what the age is, but it's not, it's not 90, mm-hmm. 50% of the people, it might be 65, but don't quote me, uh, who fall and break a hip, one year mortality rate is 50%. Like this stuff is no joke. No joke at all. We have to start taking care of ourselves. And I know people may have been like, oh, I'm listening to an interview about walking, but it's so much more than so much more. the walk. It's the impact that you're going to have long-term on your overall health. Um, and that's why we're having this conversation. This is super important. It's not only bone health, but there's a component when we touched on it a little bit, but there's a component around um, mental health as well. Talk uh, to us a little bit about the benefits of walking and how it relates to mood swings and anxiety and so forth. Actually, can I do two things? Because this is sort of in the pillar of walking for your mind. Yeah. So before we even do that, can we just talk about brain health? Because I'm a little bit um, obsessed with brain health. Yes, yes, please do. Please do. Um, so I, I always think about this in the context of the physical structure of our brain and then how our brain works. Mm-hmm. So the physical structure of our brain, the evidence shows that a regular walking practice literally adds volume to our brain, literally makes our hippocampus bigger, adds volume. So um, as we know, I know our brain cells begin to deteriorate. Typically the most common research sort of suggests around 50, though there's some that says it might happen sooner than that. And you start actually losing brain volume and brain cells every year, which in and of itself is friggin' terrifying. Yes. And what they have shown is that a regular walking practice can reverse that trend. 
particularly with respect to your hippocampus, which is where we, which is responsible for many things, including uh, a fair bit of our memory or memory function. So they have shown that a regular walking practice can have a positive impact on our memory, right? So that's kind of how our brain is built, which is so interesting. And uh, then you start talking about, okay, how our brains operate. So walking can boost our creativity. And I'm sure you've had this at the end of the day, right? You're tired. And I had an old friend of mine say to me, and I was just thinking about your evening walking practice. Uh-huh. I had an old friend of mine say one day, she said, I walk to untangle my thoughts. Mm. Is, that a little, is that a little bit of your evening practice? Yes, yes, I do. And then when you just mentioned creativity as well, like the name of the podcast, the name of different things, how, do, how I'm handling things in business, it like comes to me at night in the middle of the because I get to untangle all the other stuff in my brain, then I can start to be more creative. And all of that happens when I'm walking in the evening. Yep. Or in the shower, in the shower too. too. (laughs) Uh, There's a brilliant study out of Stanford University that a 20 minute walk, right? Again, so we talk about the things that one walk can do and the things that a lifetime of walking can do. Uh, But a single walk can boost your creativity by 60%. Wow. I, you know, so, like we're talking and I'm sitting here like a little antsy. I'm like, okay, and I, I think I need to start walking twice per day. <laughs> yep. And imagine what you could accomplish. So that's all sort of a lead into walking for your mood. And I guess I'll start at the end, which is a significant body of research that shows that walking can be as effective for many people, not all people, mm-hmm. not all people. But for many people, it can be as effective to treat depression as medication. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's everything, right? Yeah, it is. It is. I have a family member that's older and she walks every morning. And I'm telling you what, when she doesn't, her day is totally different because she's alone a lot of times during the day. So when she's walking, talked about that community, she sees yeah. people at the mall she can speak to. She just has you can tell the difference when she does not walk. So that I, I can prove out that data right there. <laughs> yeah, and she's given herself the benefit of those positive hormones. You know, you start your day with a little bit of endorphin and dopamine and serotonin. It's gotta be good. Yeah, it has to be. And you choose to end your day in a way that reduces your cortisol and your stress. Mm-hmm. So I, I know we can't give people a, you know, walk between eight and eight fifteen Monday, Wednesday, Friday kind of schedule, because, it, you know, each person has to do what fits their schedule, their lifestyle and their abilities. But if we were to kind of give this dream walking plan, what would that look like? Yep. I won't do it. No, I won't do it. And here's the reason. Yeah, no, here's the reason I won't do it because I feel like as a society, Mm. we have done people in general and women in particular a tremendous disservice by saying your fitness or your wellness routine should look like this. Love that. Yeah. And then I then there are people who and I've surveyed this myself. I recently completed, completed a survey of about 3,000 women. And people feel really defeated 
Mm. Because they can't do that which social media and the paid media is telling them. So here's what I'm going to say. Every step counts. Every mile matters. Yeah. There is research that shows a five-minute walk, taking a couple of five-minute walks during the course of your day is really, really good for you. The biggest benefits to your mind, mood, and body come if you have been largely sedentary and you start walking at all. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I, I, that showed a, a ton of respect for the audience because you're right. A lot of times, we'll, you know, even though there will be that preface that you don't have to, sometimes we will get in our mind that this is now what we need to do. And we're there's so much put on us as women yes. as to what we need to do. Why add anything else? So I love that you've made that 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 change in there. Right. So if anybody out there is thinking, well, I don't have 30 minutes to walk. I don't have 20 minutes to walk. So why bother? Walk down your block and back. You got five minutes, just get up. You've got 20 minutes. Great. You don't feel like it. Walk to your mailbox and see if the the energy that'll come up will keep you going. Mm -hmm. Every step counts. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. That's amazing. So when we opened the show, I talked about why walk? What is why walk? So I am working on my second book, which is um, breaking my spirit, but I swear I'm close. Um, I'm in editing. So <laughs> my editor emailed me yesterday and she was like, I don't know. There were a lot of numbers in this section. It was kind of boring. <laughs> like, um, but why walk is a very, very deep dive into the transformative power of walking for your mind, your mood, and your body backed up by uh, a fair bit of research, but also a ton of stories, my own and stories of literally dozens and dozens of other people who have used walking in their personal life or have built, built things, built things that have big community impact through the act of walking. That's amazing. Can't wait to read that next book. Can't wait to finish it. (laughs) I'm sure your editor is anticipating this as well. Get her done. Get her done. Exactly. You mentioned one of the tools that you use. So I'm curious, talk to us about the tools that you guys offer to help support people in their walking practice. Uh, thank you for that. So we have two two things we do. The first is 99 Walks, which is really a social fitness app focused on women walking and wellness. And in there, it's a lot of goal setting and education and community. That's sort of that's sort of our mission there. We're building this community of really that that is predominantly women. We're building this incredibly supportive, lovely community. And we have an app that doesn't track your steps, uh, but that tracks your intentional walks uh, and rewards actually rewards our members at the end of the month. We send them a skinny cuff bracelet engraved with the theme of the month. Um, sort of, you know, sometimes you need a little something, something. Yeah, you do. You do. Um, and, and there's other products as well, correct? Yeah. And then, uh, gosh, I guess a little more than a year ago, we launched Jetty Fitness, 
which is a line of products designed to help people really elevate their walking uh, their walking practice. So the first are jetty poles, uh, which are the world's first fitness poles designed for walking. They simultaneously provide a lot of stability for people who might be feeling a little uh, uncertain, especially if they're walking off road or in uh, off track. Um, but they also activate your whole upper body. And for those working through, we didn't talk a little bit about the menopause weight gain situation, which is a real thing. Um, jetty poles uh, burn 55.6% more calories with every step on average. Wow. Um, yeah. Well, if you think about it, right, because you, well, a couple of things, you're using your upper body. Mm -hmm. um, and while the jetty poles are quite light, they only weigh about a pound a piece. The average person walks, takes about 2,000 steps per mile. That means with every mile, you're moving 2,000 pounds of weight. Wow. So, and then our most recent product is our jetty packs, which are the lightly weighted backpacks that I, I alluded to, which are my, my new favorite thing. I love that. I love that. And I saw that there's an article on um, the Today Show has a blog and I saw that your information um, is on there. So I'm going to make sure that I link that so people can read about um, the review and, and get some more information on those. That would be awesome. I have a link to uh, the spot that we did together that I did with Al Roker in oh. Central Park. So I went jetty walking with Al Roker in Central Park. He's a big advocate for the power of walking, as pretty much everybody knows. Yeah, yeah. There's some. So two blocks over, there's a woman uh, and she uses them. And so I, I see her out walking every once in a while. So I'm, I'm the next time I see her, I'm going to stop because I don't know her and say, hey, guess what? I know the lady that. <laughs> so love that. Yeah. Do you have a pair? I'm sorry. Do you have a pair? I do not have a, a pair. pair. I do oh, not. Let's get you a pair of jetty poles, my friend. I, I would love that. That would be amazing. Yeah, sure. yeah that would be amazing. So on their way. All right. Perfect. Perfect. So tell everyone, first of all, one final question. Um, what is some advice that you would have and I know walking would be one of them for women who are transitioning through horm hormonal changes? You know, uh, it's hard because everybody's experience is so very, very different. Mm. Um, I'm so heartened truly by all of the conversations that are being had right now. Uh, it's, a, it's a new world than it was even 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. um, so my advice would be talk to your friends, mm -hmm. do your research, know that there are things that you can do. Walking, of course, is one of them, but it's not the only. There are things that you can do to help yourself feel better through this journey and help protect your health going forward. Right. We talk about menopause as a transition, um, which also bugs me a little bit. You see, now I'm really, now I'm going, right? What the heck are we transitioning to? What does that mean? We're transitioning from this to that. I don't want to transition. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I don't want to transition to something else. We are going to have to do an episode on every term, the debunking of terms <laughs> that hold us down. <laughs> Wait, have you ever thought about this? What the heck are we supposed to be transitioning to? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> to the greatness, transitioning to greatness, maybe. 
I mean, this whole idea, oh, I'm so off on a tangent. I'm sorry. You can edit this whole thing out. But this whole idea that we are suddenly transitioning to a different stage of life. What the heck? Yeah. We don't have this line in the sand where they're transitioning to something else. Yeah. Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah. We, we've been, uh, we, there's a lot of terms associated with, with menopause and they're not all positive. No. Yeah. They can leave you stuck. I love what you said. The, your first bit of advice was to talk to a friend and having conversations like this or conversations with people that you're close with, that is going to help you get through this. I will not say transition. <laughs> that is going to help you uh, as, as you're going through the menopausal symptoms. Yeah. Yeah. How about we, how about navigate this journey? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's very soft and sweet. That's very 2020. That's very 2023. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Joyce, how can folks find you? Uh, so they can find me personally. My website is joyceshulman.com. My social channels are joycershulman.com. Uh, 99walks is at 99walks.com or .fit. And Jetty Fitness is Jetty Fitness. And we're all across the social channels and we share a lot of information. Every Wednesday is Walking Fact Wednesday. We share a bit of research. And uh, so worth worth following us if you're interested in in how a regular walking practice can help you. I love it. Thank you so much for being a guest today. This was so exciting. This was fun. Thank you. It was fun. Everyone, thank you so much for listening to Hello Hot Flash, where we help you control the midlife change. Make sure to check out the show notes where we include links to all of the subjects that we covered today. And if you want to discover how to manage your hormones so you can sleep better, have more energy and manage your weight, Take the quiz on hellohotflash.com. It only takes 90 seconds. Here's to your help. Hey, you want to enter for a chance to win prizes valued at $500? Our generous guests are gifting holistic skincare products, science-backed supplements, a nightgown designed to help decrease night sweats, say what, and a jetty pack designed to help you get stronger with every step. Head over to hellohotflash.com giveaway for all the details.